So, uh, very pleased to be with you today and uh, good afternoon. Um, Filippo Di Mauro, I'm based at the National University of Singapore, but lots of here in Europe where I'm managing Companet, which is, uh, I would say, a sister companion institution than Microprod. We have been, in the last decade, created sort of a forum for discussion in productivity and driver of productivity, as well as creating a data set which is micro-founded. Microprod, in a sense, is a bit the derivation of, of this work, and we will be trying as much as possible to interact the Microprod result into the data set or component that is generated every year. So, um, let me give you, uh, in, a, in a few minutes, uh, some background why we're doing this uh, project, as well as tell you uh, not so much the result, but so more like the strategy that we have, yeah. because we just started, so I don't want to, uh, don't, don't have too much expectation about the results as, as yet, right? So, what is the motivation of that? The motivation is that um, you have been seeing several times this, uh, this chart. It, it depicts the uh, growth in productivity in the last uh, few decades. As you can see, is a monotonic actually going down. So, there is a trend uh, decline in the productivity growth, right? So, uh, uh, now, uh, this is actually a very much a paradox, correct? Because, you know, in front of everybody, technological advancement, globalization, integration of firms, and so on and so forth. I mean, you would really expect to have uh, the, the opposite result. So something, something is very strange. So it's a paradox, right? And a reminder, actually, on that, why we care about uh, productivity. Uh, just uh, uh, productivity is very important because, uh, you know, when, particularly in advanced economies, you cannot in imp improve anymore, uh, uh, increase the labor, or the amount of capital, the only thing you can have actually to, to improve your welfare, basically your rate of growth or national growth per annum is increasing productivity. So this trend is not just a chart, it's a very, very, very concerning situation, if this is true, because someone says, well, maybe there is a problem of measurement, but let's, let's, let's discuss this later. So this is the first factor that I'd like to point to you. Productivity is declining, and this is really puzzling, right? So, uh, what are the, the interpretations of that? Well, I would say that there are two extreme schools of thought. There are, on the one hand, the optimists, right? They say, you know, uh, don't worry, it's actually a question of time. So, although it's been taking a long time, <laughs> you know, right now we have 20 years of declining productivity, it will take some time, but eventually it will be. Actually, I'm associating myself into the, that school. I'm an optimist by nature. <laughs> uh, but say, and then on the other hand, there are the pessimists, a la Professor Gordon, and they say, you know what, uh, this technology, this internet stuff is actually, uh, you know, not as, uh, you know, creative or innovative as it used to be, say, electricity or the engine, right? Actually, Professor Gordon goes on to say that, uh, in fact, in indulging in looking at your, your phone is, in fact, uh, time-consuming and productivity declining. So, but maybe he's right, actually, on that. Right? Say, all in all, however, is uh, possibly too pessimistic. So this is the view. However, so this is the point that I want to say, is that the reality is that while the average productivity is growth is actually declining, in fact, you have a tremendous divarication of performance you know, across, across the firms. So you basically have, on the one hand, the growth of productivity of the best in class, so the Googles, the you know, Facebook, whatever, the guys that are really, really performing very well, and the rest, rest of the economy. This is a chart that is OECD, but we, in component, we, we have... So there is an evidence throughout the world that this is true. So there is an increasing divarication of productivity results across the world. This is really also puzzling. 
So in the sense that this is uh, somewhat uh, uh, a, a puzzle as well, because you want to understand what is the nature, why is so, right? You can have different interpretations, what's going on? So either you have a situation that the Google of the situation actually are keeping, because they are monopolistic or whatever conditions, they are keeping their innovation for themselves. So that's, uh, that's one, one motivation why you have a divarication. The second motivation could be that instead the law, the, you know, the, the least performing, these guys that are here, are in fact here, but they should not be here. So the fact that there is somewhat policies, monetary policy, fiscal policy, whatever, or uh, that are keeping alive, these they are called the zombie firms of the situation, right? So these are the two interpretations that we have. Now, um, what, uh, what, uh, what is actually the problem? The problem is that, uh, therefore, we want to understand you know, what is the right interpretation? You know, is it a monopolistic situation or is the problem of the, the, you know, the worst being still there? So what you want to analyze is uh, whether this pro why this process of innovation is, is, is not working as well as we expect. What we would expect is that innovation is actually, uh, you know, uh, of course, uh, having a result for the, the best of the class, but also is distributed. So what are the problems? What are the barriers that actually make so that innovation is not spreading as it should across, across the world economy? So what are the, is there competition policies? There are global constraints. There are barriers to entries, what are the real constraints? Financial constraints, labor market constraints, we don't know. So this is basically the set of issues that we have to tackle to, un to understand really why innovation doesn't work uh, as a propagation as it should, right? So uh, the bottom line, however, is that uh, to do so, we really need better data, okay? And so here we come. Here we come because our project in a nutshell is, uh, you know, motivated by this uh, paradoxical development, but also to the realization that, in fact, to analyze this situation, you really need much, much better data and much more data. So that is basically our point, right? So, but what we do with that is that we don't want to create necessarily new statistics, new service, new data. Actually, what we are doing is proposing to use the data that are already there, which are plenty. In fact, the Commission, the Eurostat, have been actually doing lots of good work in you know, funding projects to increase the statistical sort of uh, uh, setup, right? But on the other hand, what we want to do is to create a better use of this data that are existing, creating particularly links that actually Peter will tell us more about how, how we're going to do it. But So the concept is that <clears throat> what we do is so start from existing data, so existing statistics, existing surveys, and actually uh, harmonize this data across, across the countries, right? So uh, in order to look at characteristics of the firms, so looking at the firm choices, the market structure, financial and other constraints. So, uh, so basically the bottom line is that out of this more granular data, uh, we, we will be able eventually to respond to the question, what are the most important and frictions hampering innovation spreading, okay? What are the most important frictions hampering innovation spreading? This is actually our, our, our scope, right? So uh, what we do then is eventually we'll be building a data infrastructure which is uh, granular, so micro-founded, as well as comparable across countries. We want to create uh, statistics which are homogeneous across the countries that we study, right? Finally, uh, in the 
two or three years' times, what we want to do is not only create this infrastructure, but also allow the researchers actually to use directly this information in this, uh, in this uh, uh, infrastructure. So it's not going to be that uh, you know, we build an infrastructure and then we ask still the statistical institutes to provide the data. No. Actually, we are going to have the, the statistical issue provide the infrastructure, but leaving the researchers able to respond to certain questions, which are, by the way, as I was men mentioning in some conversation before, before during lunch, not only for research, very much for policy use. So, because all this information that we're getting is an information that uh, you can use for adding up to the set of uh, kind of uh, statistics that you have. Say so the macro statistics can be very much complemented by micro founder statistics. And maybe later in the discussion, we will be, we will be checking out how to do that, right? So, um, so de facto what we do is, and uh, I will conclude in a minute, is basically putting together these different statistics. So as you know, there are business register. So say the statistics of the individual firms, say with the, uh, whatever the revenues and employment and so on. And we put together these basic statistics with a lot of other stuff that is already available. Trade statistics, structural business statistics, this is the connection, employer and employees data, so market, you know, sort of labor market data, and so on and so forth. So the idea is actually to link up all the existing statistics in a fashion that is, you know, will allow you to respond to much more complicated questions than, than we can now. I will give you two examples only. Uh, so, for instance, we look at uh, intangible investment, just to be sure that everybody and you know uh, on the same path. Intangibles are uh, software, database, uh, research and development expenditure, non-scientific R&D. So, all this stuff, we'll be connecting this information, which is already available, with uh, with the balance sheet data, for instance, uh, patent survey, and so on and so forth. Again, we create for uh, intangible, very much integrated set of uh, of, uh, of uh, statistical links. Second thing, also on the global value chains, we will also there uh, dig deeper into the internationalization of production of the firms and basically connecting all the information that we have regarding how many affiliates they have, what they produce, in what country, etc., together with uh, the statistics related to how they perform, you know, what is going to be the impact of a certain structure of internationalization for their results, uh, for their bottom line, right? So uh, eventually then the infrastructure would be like that. We start with the policy issue. So say <clears throat> there is a, a, a question, right? How we connect uh, this uh, uh, trade war with the productivity, okay? That is the policy question. Then we, there will be writing codes to ask, you know, so to technically dig it down the data. And then we go into this already uh, created sort of mega infrastructure which is actually uh, alimented by the various NSIs, which are actually the statistical institutes, and then eventually all these codes will produce uh, sort of a result. Okay? But this will be independently managed by the researcher or the policy officer that is actually dealing with, with the question. Right? So, uh, in a nutshell, so there is a low productivity, 
and very much actually what is really struggling, is really uh, you know, uh, entirely puzzling is the fact that there is also a high disparity of performance across firms. This is really a concern. We want to understand why, you know, why we are happy that there are the best. We are very, very much unhappy that there are the rest which are really struggling to make it, right? So, uh, uh, so what we want to do, therefore, is to <coughs> uh, uh, not only understand, we have to, we have to uh, kind of acknowledge the fact that, and this is the bad news, is that we do not really have enough information really to understand why there is a diversification of performance across firms, right? So uh, we want to have more granular information dissecting actually the winners from the rest in our solution, right? So that's basically our project, and uh, I thank you very much for your attention, and very much uh, look forward to uh, the support that we will have to our uh, endeavor. Thank you.